Well, everybody's smoking in the basement. They're all having a good time. And no one is acting complacent. Yeah, they're all out of line. And someone is cooking in the kitchen. I truly thought it was you. But you are out here living in the living room. What's up, guys? This is Stu with the Burnt Toast Podcast. And I've got here Nick from episode one. He is hanging out. We're going to have a good time. What's going on, fam? I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me on the Burnt Toast Podcast. Of course. No problem. So... We're going to start this episode out with some questions that were sent in by fellow listeners. All right. So our first question is from Joseph. He says, do you think the national white claw shortage will affect the college party scene? Uh, what I'm more interested in is how is there a shortage of freaking seltzer water? Like, is it hard to make? Because water is everywhere. You know, like, why Why is there a shortage of <laughs> seltzer water? Is there actually a shortage of seltzer water? Yeah, that's like what the CEO of Wait, White Claw said. There was no like, they were like, way. we're going to have to meet demand by any means, but we will blah, 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 guarantee, you know, you guys will get your White Claws. Dude, what if White Claw becomes like a, a specialty drink and like... It's only around when we're in college and, like, when we're 50, like, someone, like, gets someone a White Claw as, like, a birthday present. They're like, I think you would like this. And they put it in, like, a case and frame it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like some high-grade, like, $50 <laughs> yeah. top of the shelf. Yeah, it's it's like aged wine, dude. Top it aged like wine. White Claws. White Claw has you aged like, like white wine. Claw? You ever hear the saying, like, aged like milk or aged like wine or aged like cheese? <laughs> What, is is white is white claw gonna age like wine? Age like claw. A- age age like white claw. Age like white claw. I was I was getting made fun of because in the last podcast <laughs> I said I said uh, ain't no claws when you're drinking claws, mm-hmm. <laughs> and technically, it makes sense if you if think you think about it. If you think about it, it makes sense. Claws, C L A U S E, claws. That type of claws, like. A Santa Claus. Not really, but <laughs> have you ever seen that movie, The Santa Claus? Is it spelled C-L-A-U-S-E? Yeah. No, I have not seen The Santa Claus. Dude, there's a whole series, and it's so good. And What's it about? It's about this dude who like finds a dead Santa. That's really <laughs> morbid, <Nice. laughs> but it's a kid's movie. Um, anyways, he like... Open. He like puts on the jacket and he finds a card in it that says "You're now the Santa." And then he has to go. He's like now Santa, and he's also dealing with like a divorce and stuff like that. It's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. There's like four movies or something like that. Are there laws when you're Santa Claus? Ain't no laws when you're Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> ho, hey, Christmas ho, season. Ho. Is, Christmas season is upon us. You know, Christmas it's coming soon. And you know what else is coming soon? What's coming soon? It's less than 50 days until the Roaring Twenties start. 
Oh, yeah. And the decade is over. The Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties. Or the Boring Twenties. Oh, no. (laughs) Why did you have to do the century like that? Sorry. Let's see. What are other words that rhyme with roaring? We're not going to The Snoring Twenties. Everyone's going to be asleep. The Snoring Twenties. Yeah, everyone's going to be asleep, man. The the Snoring Twenties. I could see them calling it that. The Pouring Twenties. Maybe it rains for 10 years straight. That would honestly, that would probably solve our water issue. You know, droughts and the sea levels. Wait, no, that would make sea levels rising worse, wouldn't it? Um, barely, but probably by like an inch. Yeah. I wonder. Hey, any physicists or mathematicians out there, if you want to do some cool little research for us, we'll shout you out on the next uh, podcast. If it rained for ten years straight. At the average speed of rain dropping on the earth, how much would the water levels increase? If you can answer this question, whenever I come out with merchandise, you'll get a free sweater. So well, I'm going to fact check you, though, so don't try and bull- pull some bullshit. Well, here's a question. Here's a question. This may be a dumb question. Isn't the water just coming from the world anyways? I mean, yeah. Like, wouldn't it just be filling? Okay, <laughs> let's let's pretend that the water just magically appeared, okay, uh, spontaneously gotcha, gotcha. appeared. I mean, in theory, it the could it could no 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 it could spontaneously it could spontaneously appear. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I was reading this thing on physics because I'm a nerd. I'm a fucking nerd, That's and right. it was talking about how pretty much everything is this is going back to last episode kind of, but like everything is kind of just like, it was just a burst. It was like, okay, have you ever heard of entropy? You've heard of entropy, right? The law of entropy. entropy. It's like everything eventually goes into chaos, you know? So there's this, there's this uh, metaphor. Okay. And it's like, if there was gas in a room, it would fill the room. But, on a subatomic level, all the gas could go into a corner. <laughs> and then all that the ass is in one corner. No, all the gas. Damn. Bro. All the ass too. But all that the, would be very no, no, no. entropic. But 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 the thing is, all the gas goes into one corner and then it goes back out and fills fills the room, right? Right. And this happens more and more over time. And eventually this gas can, it, it, it could, you know, form a chair or it could form a brain that thinks fake thoughts or, you know, um, has or, a fake personality or it could create an entire universe all in a split second and then cease to exist all in a split second or I guess spread out again and that the reality that was in that corner of the room is now no longer reality anymore. And apparently this process just repeats over and over again until, you know, I don't know if we're in a solid reality right now, like this is the end of entropy, but there is a physics law that says like the universe is in entropy and no matter what, we're going to continue being in entropy. And I think that's very cool and kind of scary but very cool yeah i mean once you get down to the the truly microscopic level of things it's 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 not like 
everything is as it seems now. Because, I mean, when you look at something like a table, you see a table. But when you really break it down, there's so much movement going on in so many different ways. Thankfully, something like a table is a solid, so they're kind of bound together. So they're forced to maintain structure. But things like gases, you know. Yeah. Literally so many variables at all times. Oh, shoot. Going on around us every millisecond. Wait, so... I'm I'm not a physics expert, right? But here's a theory. Let's hear it. Here's a theory. So you have all this gas in a room, right? Very loose, non-dense particles. And every once in a while, it'll go into a corner and fill up the corner and turn into something. All of the gas, right? Well, what if the gas over time, you know, what if in entropy, the gas starts to go, go in multiple corners and form multiple things? And what if that we are currently existing in that room and everything around us that's solid ha- is like the the most entropy thing and things that are liquid are like halfway entropy and then gas is the least entropy. Mm. Do, you, do you understand what I'm saying here? I man? do see what you're saying. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's like by the laws that, of physics, if that would work, but it's just like something I just thought of that I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe that's why we exist. By the laws of physics, yes, a solid is less entropic than a gas. Wait, 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 is it not more entropic than a gas? A solid is not because it's not experiencing as much randomness because it's it's every particle in a solid is linked together. Okay. So Wait, like I thought entropy so oh yeah, entropy is going into more chaos. Yeah. So like if I were to increase the heat of this room, it would become more entropic. Yeah, because the particles would be bouncing around everywhere. Yeah. They'd be they'd be happy. They drink a Red Bull. They drink a bang. They drink a bang. Shout out to Bang. Energy <laughs> drinks three hundred milligrams caffeine. That shit is crack. It's crack. I right. drank one and it made me more productive than I've ever been. But I, I, it, it seems like a power I'm not supposed to hold. <coughs> Avoid them. Bless you. LaCroix. Again, mm-hmm. another sponsor, LaCroix. I'm drinking one again this podcast because, like I said, I'm addicted. Shouts out. <laughs> I'm not actually addicted. I could get off of it, but it's a joke. You know, Shouts out to uh, all the good drinks in the world. All the good drinks in the we world. We love you. Like White Claw. White Claw. And LaCroix. And bang. White Claw LaCroix. And bang. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the title of this episode, obviously. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not actually, though. I mean, maybe. Okay, another question. I'm Again, ready. Again, Hold sent- on, hold on, hold on. Is this a question that the world needs to know the answer to? Hmm. Well, I said I'd answer all the questions that people send in, and I have a decent amount of questions, so I figured we'd just go through some questions, and if we have extra time at the end, we can talk about other shit. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. It's just... The world needs to know these answers. Right? The world needs to know what people are wondering. Okay. What are people wondering though? What are people wondering? So Joseph is also wondering, hmm. is the rise in PC culture ruining our society? Ooh, I like that question. Do we have a console player over here that's trying to throw some shade? Hmm. What's up, Joseph? All right. I'm a PC gamer. You trying to you trying to throw some hands, bro? So, is the question related to PC culture compared to no gaming or PC culture compared to console gaming? 
I say let's answer it in both contexts because he didn't specify. Okay. Here's here's something I've thought about recently with PC gaming because I'm thinking about building a PC myself. Okay. Just because I have the money to buy one and because I don't have Ooh, a console. Big rich my, boy over here. Oh, yeah. I'm loaded. I <laughs> loaded. sold my PS4. Are you loaded with money or loaded with other things? I'm loaded with happiness. Oh. That's beautiful. My heart you, is so full. You just made me cry. I'm tearing up. I'm crying. Today's a, a beautiful day. Happy tears. My heart is so full. Happy tears. So let's think about it. When you have a PlayStation or an Xbox, you're, you're, you're on a couch playing these games, right? And you've got a controller. That's right. When you're, in a PC, when you're playing PC, you're in a chair and you've got a mouse and a keyboard. You could be on a couch, though. You could be on a couch, but that would be... Not very ergonomic well, considering your, your keyboard and mouse. The same thing goes with an Xbox. I mean, I used to play Xbox in a chair. Okay. So, like, when I first got my Xbox back in the days of the 360, I'm mm -hmm. an OG. Actually, I didn't own the original Xbox, the original. so I'm not an OG. But I'm, like, you Zoomer. OG second edition, all right? I'm not a boomer. I'm a millennial. You're and a the people who just started playing like xbox ones they're zoomers dude those are the zoomers we're borderline zoomer yeah i am i will i will say that i am the earliest sneak peek of a zoomer we're or i think we're zoomers just like right at the edge of it kind of like how like scorpio and libra like my birthday is on like <laughs> you know like one of like one of those cusp days where it's like right in between so i don't really know much about astrology but I don't either. I, I'm, I've heard that apparently if you are on the cusp of two different astrological signs, then you exhibit characteristics of both of those. Dude, I'm actually on the cusp too. Really? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a cancer, technically. I don't know what comes before. I'm, my birthday is... So I'm technically a cancer. But I'm like... I think the cutoff day is the 21st or the 22nd. Dude, I need to find... Okay. If Your birthday's... Any, it is. Yeah, yeah. Is it? It is. Anyways. Nice. Happy birthday. It's a little late. <laughs> Just a little late there, Nick. Yeah, no, That's my name. That's your name, and my name's Steve. And this out. is the Burnt Toast Podcast. Anyways, I was going to say, I really want to get someone who knows a lot about astrology on this podcast because... Mm -hmm. I'm really, I'm like, I'm interested in it, but I don't want to do any research on it because I've, I've like looked it up and shit. And a lot of the websites that are out there are just like Buzzfeed type websites. You know, it's like bullshit. Like, oh, if you're a Virgo, you're going to like be really successful at this specific task. And it's like, what if I like never do that task or what if I'm not good at it and I do do it, you know, like. Fuck you, so, random web website. So I do know a few people that are actually into astrology. Okay. And um, one of them had a book that explained like what each day, like every day of the year, each day had like a different personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I've, I, you can go online and like if you know what day you're born, what time you were born, which I don't think a whole lot of people know, but apparently you can like put all that stuff into some calculator. And it'll tell you, 
like what season you're in. Uh, season? Is it? I don't know, dude. I don't know anything about astrology. That's why I want to get someone on there. So if you're listening to this podcast and you know someone mm-hmm. who knows a lot about astrology, send them my way. Get them to reach out over Instagram at burnt.toast.podcast and I'll get them on the show. You know, if you guys want to hear that, it'd be great. But teach us. Teach us what we really need to know about ourselves. We've really gone off the deep end here. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the question. Yes. And I do want to hear your side of the coin. Yeah. The I've got to think about my side of the coin. Because I think you were the one who was personally targeted in that question. I don't know. I don't know if he knows that I play PC games. He might just be saying that as a he joke. Might just be but I mean, hey, now he knows that I play PC games, so mm-hmm. Joseph, you read my mind, man. Boom. How did you know? You okay, boomer? Boom. Boomer. Isn't Boomers are the only ones who really trash on PC culture, so Maybe he is a boomer. Maybe he maybe he is like a 35-year-old. No, that's not boomer. Like that's a 55 <laughs> uh, like a 65-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh guy in college that's just pretending to be a teenager/ slash early 20 year old yeah yeah definitely that's that's a possibility joseph we've called you out you're officially mm-hmm. on blast here um if you know joseph in real life yeah call him boomer call him boomer yeah you ask for this joseph joseph i'm not gonna say your last name joseph, joseph a bank <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious like <laughs> no I, I thought i thought for a second i was like is there actually someone named joseph a bank and i was like oh yeah <laughs> the suit store duh come on joe come on joe wow i i'm just looking at the audio clip right now and that that whole section was just so loud i'm gonna have to edit the shit out of that uh-oh i'm so sorry no i'll just cut this out whatever um anyways is the rise of PC culture ruining our society? Let's hear your hot take, Nick. All right. So, in terms of our society, I think the presence of PC and gaming in this current day and age are only getting more pre- prevalent because it's becoming more accessible due to like phone gaming and stuff. So, like, little kids can start getting into games. Everyone's getting into games now. It's not just a guy marketed thing. Like, it's anyone now. So, yeah. I would say that it's it's only getting bigger. And esports is going to eventually, you know, take over everything. Because yes. everyone growing up right now plays video games. They play Minecraft. They play Fortnite. They play stuff that's free. They play stuff that... PUBG. PUBG. Exactly. People are All the Battle Royale games. games. Yes, every Battle Royale. Every Battle Royale. Wow, I really really cannot speak tonight. That's like the second time I've stumbled on my words. It's okay. You got a little, uh, you got a knot in your throat. I've got a frog in my throat. Ribbit. Ribbit. (laughs) So. So yeah, that's my take. Yeah, it's it's only getting bigger. Um, Compared to other versions of gaming, it feels a little less connected because the whole friend aspect of PC gaming is a little bit of just, it's not as in your face as something as like an Xbox. Because yeah. on Xbox and PS4, your friends and your friends list and stuff like that is really in your face. But I wouldn't say that as much for PC. It also depends on what 
platform you're running on the PC and yeah, if you allow yeah, yeah. those notifications. I know if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation, you can turn off those notifications, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Like, I know you can also do that on, like, Steam or Origin or what is it, like, you play by U- Ubisoft? Ubisoft? I don't know how to say that word. Yeah, um, somewhere in that ballpark. But you can turn off notifications and on both of them. It's just like it's. I'd say it's less accessible on the PC. Be, uh, PC. Oh my gosh! Throwback. Well, it's it's not like everything's not connected the same way it is on a console. It's more like you got to do it yourself. Yes, like you exactly. have to open up a Discord channel and yes. talk with your friends. You got to move which, your mouse and click a few buttons. While on mm-hmm. the Xbox or the PlayStation, all you got to do is press press the home button and it pops up. Yeah, it's like it's the Xbox and the PlayStation are more for entry yeah. level. Like anyone can pick it up and yeah. know how to. You know, but a PC gamer, you have to sort of find your way around. Yeah, I, I, I don't really. I play a lot of multiplayer games, but I like. I don't really play too many multiplayer games with friends. It's just like random people online. Yeah. There, there are a few people that I've like, like people that I go to school with, or people that I used to go to school with that I'll play with every once in a while. But it's, it's really, it's a matter of timing, like are they on right now? Yeah. Do they want to play a game with me? And yeah. also I used to have like a ton of random friends on steam and on Xbox and I'd play with them all the time. And I like, I got to know the, a few of them like kind of well, I mm-hmm. guess not enough to where I could like tell where they lived or anything. And cause that, that stuff you're not supposed to say on the internet. But then I just, I started getting this weird feeling, you know, like, one of the, like these dudes could literally be freaks, you know, and like I'd have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much went through all of my accounts and cleaned out anyone that I didn't know in person. That's interesting. Yeah. So everyone that I have on Steam, I mm-hmm. like know in real life, and I've met them before, and like we had something in common, whether that be what school we went to, or a club that we were in, or a you know like an extracurricular yeah but that's, that's really interesting because I've, i never feel that way about like strangers i meet on the internet yeah i have like a probably about nine or ten significant people that i've met off the internet through video games that like i still talk to today like i've never met them in person but like i feel like there's someone i've known forever shout outs to travis shout outs to Jaden. I see you in Australia. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah. It just brings people weird random connections that would never ever be formed otherwise. That's so cool. I yeah. love that about the internet. Like I would have never known an Australian if I didn't play Minecraft. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say never. You still have many years to your life. I yes. hope so. Yes, that's fair. But I just I don't as see of any... as of right now you you probably wouldn't have met an Australian yeah yeah, yeah. unless I went to Australia or I guess exchange student or mm-hmm. college yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are Australians in college you know or something I saw on Reddit the other day that actually got me slightly interested some dude sent out a message in a bottle in 2010 yes I saw, you saw that. that yeah yes. and he got a response back yeah in 2019 that's so cool and it was in france and he sent it from the freaking i think it was just like the u.s yeah that's crazy i want to i want to do that dude i want to send a little message in the bottle and see if someone replies well dude. like also like are you gonna live where you live right now i guess you could always write your home address you know like 
I would just put any sort of contact, like my phone number, my email. Yeah, it's just I know like phone what numbers it, are different. Abroad, you just you so. just gotta think like, what if you change those? And I mean, nine years is a long time, dude. Like yeah. the email that I used when I was nine, or not nine, when I was eleven, mm-hmm. is definitely not the same email that I use now. What was your What was your email name? What was it? Black Wizard the Scary. <laughs> At gmail.com. You're shitting me. I am I am very serious, dude. I made dude <laughs> I made that in middle school oh, with, with, with this that. girl named Gabby mm-hmm. who I hung out with after school because I, I my dad um taught at a school mm-hmm. and I'd I'd go and hang out there after I was done with like elementary school or yeah. middle school and mainly in elementary school I hung out with this girl and she was very interesting to say the least. I'm pretty sure she's a drug dealer now. Shout outs to Gabby. Shout out to Gabby. She um showed me Lil Wayne six foot, seven foot oh, for the classic, first time. Dude, that is a classic. I was like I was like like oh, I don't know, like eight, like seven or eight mm-hmm. when I saw that. Mm-hmm. I was they were like I'm pretty sure there's some cuss words in there and I was like Excuse what does that word charisma. mean? vodka with the spritza i remember vividly when uh i forget what the song was called but it was the dio chain hang low do it oh yeah 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 i remember listening to that i was like six or seven with one of my friends upstairs while his mom played animal crossing (laughs) and we were like jumping we were like getting lit you know like oh dio chain (laughs) i'll make it rain oh man those old <laughs> rap songs that are like YouTube rap, like Soldier Boy, like yes, that type stuff. Those yes. are so iconic, dude, dude. and revolutionary too. Because if you think about it, people like Six Nine and Ugh. whoever else Ugh. right now is like popping. Icky with the icky black, blicky blicky blicky. If Oh, dude, I do not like Six Nine. He's oh, gross, yeah. in my opinion. That's my personal opinion. Okay, I know maybe some listeners like Six Nine. That's a personal opinion. Stupid stupid but the thing about him is he's literally just taking a play out of soldier boy's book have you seen the soldier boy interview where he went on uh the breakfast club i have not it was like super memed because he hadn't soldier boy hadn't been in like the spotlight for a while yeah and he just randomly came back yeah and he was talking about how much influence he had on the scene and how he literally paved the way for everyone else because if you think about it he was the first person to use youtube as a yeah, platform for that's that. very true like that's smart and he was the first person to turn rap into like 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 you listen to it to do the dances, you know. Yeah. Oh like my. everyone when he came out there like this ain't rap, like yeah. fuck this kid, like you Dude, know. We keep on deviating from this question. Yeah. I, I haven't <laughs> Well, I also I, I do want to hear your answer yes, to the question cuz we I'm, just segue into some Yes. Chaos. Okay, before I answer the question, I have to finish my story about Gabby. All right, yeah. So, I was sitting in the library after after school one day and we hung out every day because you know in elementary school you don't have homework Mm -hmm. you go home you watch elmo or whatever and you climb trees i mean i climbed trees when i was that age a lot actually i'm surprised my parents allowed me to do that like judging by how many kids fell off of trees and broke their arms um anyways anyways I was sitting in the library at one of the computers because we'd, we'd go to the library and we'd play two-player games on the computer to like pass the time until until our parents were ready to leave. And 
she's like, do you have an, do you have an email? And I'm like, no. And she was like, you should make one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. my parents, my parents said I, I'm not allowed to have an email <laughs> because I mean, my parents literally said I'm not allowed to have an email until I'm old enough. And yeah. so I sat there and at the time the wizard 101 was like very popular and I, I always wanted to play that game, but I wasn't really allowed to play games at home. I could, but Wizard 101, you had to have an email for. And I didn't have an email, and my parents wouldn't let me use their email. So I made an email called blackwizardthescary at gmail.com. I use it now still, not for actual emails, but like for my junk email. That's That's my yeah. junk email, like... If I'm on like a random website and I'm like, they're like, twenty five percent off this this deal right now, and I want to get it, I'll use that email to get the the mailing list, you know, because I don't I don't care about their actual stuff. Like it's a yeah. one time purchase. Anyways, I remember telling my parents about it. I don't know how much longer later, but they were not happy. Oh yeah, not happy. They were like, you have you broke email. The rules. And I was like, I'm old enough to have an email. I'm like, I'm like 11 or like, mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was when I made it, dude. I was like, oh man. Young it, enough it to was, think of Dark Wizard. I think, it was, I think it was in fifth grade. So I guess that would make me like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. My, my old email was SkullKid171. That was my thing. Were, was you, my were you an edgelord? I actually wasn't that edgy. I just... There was a character from Legend of Zelda named Skull Kid, and I wanted to be. Oh, nice. I was like, "That's a cool name," so I just took Skull Kid. I gotta shout someone out real quick. Let's hear it. The real Edge Monkey. Mm-hmm. The real mouth pisser. Yeah, he'll piss his pants. I'm actually not gonna say his name because I've said too much. Actually, no. I don't. I mean, you don't know him, but people who listen to this podcast know him. You know who I'm talking about. Everyone who's up. listening to this podcast the edge monkey the mouth pisser he pissed his pants and passed out it's a good time you know who he is you know who he is shout out to him he is the official edge monkey he's super edgy playing playing edgy music all day saturday last weekend you know who you are what kind of edgy music I don't know, dude. I was just making fun of him. XXX Tentacion. No, it was like it was like old stuff, like peep. like like in 2012. Do you have the time? Yeah, like that type of music. To me, wine. Yeah, it's like that type of music. It's like like alternative heavy metal, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I can fuck with it. Yeah. The there were, he had a few songs that I was a fan of. Panic but. at the Disco, dude. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love their original shit. Mm. Okay, so story time. No. Um answering the question, is PC culture ruining our society? My take on it, I'm going to take uh first I'm going to take the non-gaming approach to it. Mm-hmm. So, if you look at PC culture as a non-gaming platform, cuz I know in the nerd community, quote unquote, PC culture is like, "Oh, you play games on a PC." And that's how I first interpreted this question. But then I was thinking, you know what? Maybe he's actually talking about just people being more or or people being on their computers more and relying on their computers more. And in that sense, I wouldn't necessarily say it's ruining 
our culture or our society. But it is, it is turning society in a different direction than where we were, than where we used to be before computers, especially before personal computers. When computers first came out, they were great. You know, you could do fast calculations, but they were big. They were chunky, big chungus. They weren't that fun. They weren't that fun. You, you, I mean, I saw you had to like write the code for it. I guess I don't even know, dude. Nowadays, they're they're tiny. Like the MacBook Airs are like tiny. I mean, they're they're trying to make those as thin as paper. And I think, in the sense of when you're relying on your computer to do everything, it's kind of bad. Like. I mean, I, but the thing is, our our society is literally shifting, at least in modern society, in first worlds, everything's shifting towards the electronic age. So all your banking stuff's online, your Gmail, your email, you know, your mail is literally online. Everything's on your computer. A lot. I see a lot of people in college who take notes on their computer, mm-hmm. and that kind of irks my nerves. Not... Not for them, like I'm saying for me, like yeah. if I'm taking notes on a computer, I just don't retain that information very yeah. well. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think transferring words to the keyboard really helps you think about it much. But when you draw and yeah. write the words, it kind of helps you yeah. slow it down and process it. I take I all, I take here. all my notes on notebooks, like in notebooks. Yeah, me too. Even, even those classes that are like pretty hard, you know. I just I'm not a fan of computers. Now there there's this one time in high school when I cut open my hand and I couldn't write because I'm I'm uh, I write with my right hand mm-hmm. and I couldn't write because the cut it was like exactly where I held my pencil oh, and geez. I got three stitches in that in that area mm-hmm. and so I had it all wrapped up and stuff and so I got a pass from my teachers to take notes on my computer until my hand healed and I dude I hated it with a passion like and so and so going back to the question I think in the sense of computers like people being reliant on computers yes it's ruining our society but overall society is taking a turn towards computer reliance and I'm not a huge fan of technology I mean Yes, it's great. It's convenient. It makes things really easy, but it also separates us from the real world. And I mean, dude, the amount of people that I know that don't go outside, I guess this is off of assumptions because they, you know, post on social media or always talk about how they're watching Netflix or stuff. But like people who sit in their house and, are on electronics all the time. It's just like they don't, they're not living in the real world. Like the real world isn't all about being online. It's, it's about just living. I mean, if that's what it's, if if that's how you want to live your life, dude, go for it. I'm not here to stop you. I'm not here to change your opinion. I'm just getting my thoughts out into the world. But PC culture, I would say, in the sense of, you know, people being reliant, like, for example, perfect example, right? You're carrying your books to class, all right? 
and you're a regular note taker, you take it on books, all right? This is student A. Let's call him Earl. And then you have Betty over here who is solely reliant on her computer. She has all of her textbooks on her computer. She has all of her notes on her computer, and they're saved. Now, I don't think a smart person would do this, but Betty's not very smart, okay? She has them saved on the hard drive of the computer. No backup, no cloud, which is not very, you know, you can, most people will save it on the cloud nowadays, but that's besides the point. Earl's walking to class, trips and falls, and lands on his backpack, okay? His books, you know, may have a page or two ripped out, if even. Betty does the same thing. She trips and falls and lands on her backpack, but she's got her laptop in it. And guess what? Her laptop's broken. She can't take notes in class on her laptop. She can't access anything on her laptop anymore. There goes her all of her notes. There goes all of her textbooks. And of course, she can go out, get another computer, and if she has them filed up on the cloud, great. She can access them, whatever. But she's got to go through that whole process of getting a new computer, of re-downloading everything. I mean, even if she did have them backed up on an external device, she'd have to still plug it up to the computer, like saying this is like a USB or some type of thing like that. She'd still have to plug it in and upload all that shit. And it's just like, it's convenient, but there's also more of a risk with losing it as well. I mean, I've had, I had the, I literally had this happen freshman year. I, not to where I broke the computer, but the computer itself stopped working. I went, oh man, it was like a week or two without a personal computer, like without a personal laptop. And dude, like it sucked. I'm not going to lie because I had to go to the library and use those computers and you're like lucky if you find them at certain times. And of course there are people out here who do this regularly because they can't afford a computer. And luckily I had everything saved on the cloud aside from my CAD files and, you know, other things that I'd saved onto the hard drive on my computer. So I lost all of that, but I was able to get like my notes and stuff. I guess my study guides, cause that's the only thing I really use my computer for. But I had to wait like a week to get a new computer and the whole process was just awful because the the people at the computer place didn't want to replace the computer and I was like, listen, it stopped working on its own. I didn't do anything to it. And I also like when I bought the computer, they said, oh yeah, you have like, you have a warranty, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If anything happens, you can get it returned. And so I called the place where I bought it and they were trying to play, oh no, we never said that. And I literally was like, it's on my receipt, like warranty or whatever. I got my family involved and they ended up giving me the laptop I'm currently recording this podcast on for free. Oh wow. Um, and it's a nice laptop. It's worked wonders so far. I mean, it's pretty sure it's made it longer than the previous laptop. Um, but it, it's just like that that like having been through that experience i'm so thankful that 
I had all of my notes in books because, and, and like I had to do homework on, on, com, on the computer. Cause like I said, society's transitioning to electronics, but you know, and like all, all your professors or not all, but a lot of entry level professors will have online homework assignments. And so I had to go to the library or no, no, no. I checked out a laptop from the library for a week. That's what I did. Yeah. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've done that every so often. Yeah. I forget what for. (laughs) I've mostly had my computer. My computer's been pretty loyal to me. Yeah. That's that's good. Oh yeah. I've never had a problem, but I only use it for school. I use it as like a tool for school. Yeah. Because I have another laptop. MacBooks aren't super popular in the engineering crowd, but like they're great in general for like note taking and making PowerPoints and stuff and yeah. that and type not, of thing. I'm not like a big Apple person either. Like I have an Android phone. I usually prefer Android stuff, but that computer has really, I don't know. That's like the one Apple product that I really appreciate in my life. I did have an iPod that I didn't break either. Oh yeah. Something I'm, about my Apple products. I broke, I broke an iPod touch at a jazz camp. Nice. <laughs> I, I was, still have mine. Yeah, I I still have mine at, at my actual house somewhere in some drawer, you know. Yeah. But anyways, just finishing up my thought, I was so I'm so happy that I had um my books, like I took my notes in my books because then I didn't have to worry about you know did it transfer over? Did it save on the cloud? Also, the thing with cloud saving is it's not always up and running. Now, Google's pretty good about keeping it up, but other services drop. I don't I don't think a lot of people realize that that everything online is hosted at a server. Like websites, clouds, that type of stuff. It's not it's not just out in the air. It's hosted at a physical location. And if that physical location loses power or there's a fire or maybe even water gets into the system, that can shut down millions of websites in an instant. And one of those websites could easily be where all your notes are stored. So I kind of, okay, I kind of think that PC culture is ruining society in a non-gaming standpoint um but i don't think it's to the extent that smartphones are and i, I don't know if i'd even put the blame on smartphones more than i yeah, would yeah. the the companies that are abusing the platform no, I, I like instagram totally agree with you man and i mean twitter and like and facebook facebook for sure dude yeah have you seen what zuck's been up to no not really he like he's kind of just completely selling out and saying like you know i'm gonna allow whatever gives oh, me money to run on my platform yeah even if it's like corrupt and it's manipulating yeah. people's i watched a, i watched a little bit of that hearing like the the one where aoc questions him yeah, yeah. i thought that was really interesting he looked very nervous yo speaking of pc gaming apparently <laughs> aoc plays league of legends Really, and she hit silver four today. So shout out to good? AOC. Ah, no, not really. But <laughs> it, 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 she plays, and that's cool. That's pretty cool. So shout outs to AOC for pushing the PC gaming culture and showing that it's normal now. Yeah, yeah. 
Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I would I, right. I would agree with that point with the smartphones, like with mm-hmm. the apps. I mean, if you if you think about it, dude, like when there were just flip phones and there weren't all these fancy apps on it, they're they're really like people weren't as addicted to their phones. Like, yeah, you might see like a teenage girl texting all of her friends in the same car because I mean, I I literally well I didn't see it, but my dad literally saw that happen with some of my sister's old soccer uh, player teammates, whatever. And like, think about the changes that apps have made over the past like five years, like how Instagram no longer sorts by new and it rather sorts by just like what's popping. Yeah. And that's just so that they can keep you scrolling. Same with Snapchat. Oh, how it automatically yeah. goes to the next video. YouTube with autoplay. You know, they have these they have these ways to manipulate the platform. Yeah. No. Just like anything though. Everything gets manipulated. When Snapchat like, came out with the whole news shit, mm-hmm. I was like, Well, Snapchat officially has hit its low. They're trying to their shareholders were like, Look, Snap, you're not making enough money. You're gonna have to sell out. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I don't know, I get. I mean, it's it's kind of selling out. Like, I like the fact that I can see my news on my, like, messaging, like, picture-taking app. I think that's pretty neat. But I think a lot of it's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I, I'll watch, like, the Today News ones, but the ones where it's like, check out Kylie Jenner's big fake ass. And you're well, just like... <laughs> well, look at this, this way this man drinks his water. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck cares like, about how dude. that guy drinks his fucking water? No one cares. It's like, I could give less of a shit, but since you auto-swipe me onto this page, I'm going to click through it for like another 10 minutes. Yeah, dude, I literally, I literally caught myself today it's scrolling. It's I, I caught myself scrolling through Instagram, like the Explore page, and I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like watching these stupid fucking videos, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like... I, I like got out of this little like hyp- hypnosis yeah. thing I was in. I was like, "Why the fuck am I sitting here on the floor it puts on my you in side?" Such a phase, dude. It puts you in such a zone. I was like, it's "Why so am crazy. I doing this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's because the the people in these videos I find attractive, <laughs> or they're or the the, the videos the videos are so stupid." That I'm literally just like, how can someone be this fucking stupid that they make one of these videos, you know? Oddly satisfying. Oddly satisfying. Those, ASMR. Yeah, I uh, I don't ASMR. like that whole... I don't like that whole thing. Uh, what, it's ASMR? weird, like, how people are like... Hold on. Here. All right, listeners, if you're into ASMR, <laughs> I'm about to do some ASMR for you, all right? <laughs> Shouts out. Shout out to ASMR. What's up, everybody? This is Stu with the Burnt Toast Podcast. My name is Nick. Today we're going to talk about ASMR. This is a sponsor for ASMR. We're breathing into the microphones. Oh, yeah. certain parts in their brain that makes them feel tingly. Here's me. And something cool about ASMR. Here's me drinking LaCroix. so good okay i'm fucking done i'm done i can't do this something about asmr 
I remember it was hella taboo like four years ago because I had a friend who was into it and we used to give him so much shit and say it was so <laughs> weird. But now like people, people talk get about it. People get paid for literally making videos of them eating chips Good into money. a microphone. Good money too, dude. And it's like, like it's kind of normal now because pe- everyone knows about it. So it's like people are like, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm and, not into it. And, and you're I, like, okay, cool. Dude, I totally understand like the whole like, oh, it calms me down. But man, I'd rather go and meditate for 15 minutes than watch some random fucking person on YouTube eating chips. It tickles my thighs. Like the outside Does of it my thighs. Actually, it's not like a it's like an uneasy like I don't know if you get that when people whisper in your ears, but like when people whisper in my ears, it sort of like tickles right here. Oh, like, I know like, exactly. Yeah. Like under my hip on I, the outside. For of my me, thigh. it's the breath. It's the breath that tickles, not the actual whispering. But yeah. I could understand like it's Pavlov's dog, man. You're trained mm-hmm. every single time you hear a whisper in your ear. You could be like, oh, my thighs tingling. Yeah. Like it just makes me feel unsettling. I'm like, I like like there's like a worm <laughs> in my body and I'm like, I get out. Yeah. Know? All right. I'm gonna pull up another question. That was a good. That was a whole good topic. Yeah, that I like, was. I like a, when the topic expands into oh, many different. I like things. that too. Oh, I got some feedback about the podcast from from a guy who's actually like super in the podcast. Hold on, can I read this? What? Can I read it? Um, yeah. Just make sure you state the first thing he says. All right. Okay, but but anyways, I was talking to this guy who was who's really in the podcast. I, I guess I wasn't talking to him, but I heard from someone who who's, I guess, close with him that he really likes the podcast because he feels like he's in the conversation. That's dope. But at the same time, he thinks I need to stick to like one or two subjects. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could understand that's where that where that's coming from. But at the same time, this is, for all of you guys that don't know, I kind of just write down some ideas about this podcast, about what I want to talk about, get questions from you guys, and it's all improv. Mm-hmm. And so, it, yes, I if I really wanted to, I could stick with like two, two questions, right, and stick with those the entire podcast. But I really like just jumping back and forth between random, random stuff. Mm-hmm. And My favorite thing about podcasts and what makes it like actually – worthwhile to listen to is when it feels like they're your friends and i feel like one of the ways to maintain that is just to segue and like you know just allow it to go off yeah exactly because like that's how you talk with your friends and stuff you know yeah like it's never your friend conversations aren't structured and and man if you're listening to this because you probably are because you heard the first one i'm not trying to say you're wrong i just disagree like as of right now I'm not really looking to do that type of stuff with this podcast. I'm just trying to have some fun. Yeah, you just got blown the fuck out. So, like, get out of here with your stupid trash. Get out of here, you loser. And you're going to listen to the format we're providing you, okay, bud? You're a nerd. Okay, boomer. You you boomer. Okay, boomer. He is actually older than both of us. (sighs) I knew he was a boomer, dude. You boomer. I can tell by his soggy ass, saggy, saggy titted breath. Okay, we we're just messing with you. We don't actually think about that. I know this guy in real life, and like, I love we're you, just man. messing with you. Like, this guy's a nice guy. Shout out mm-hmm. to, Shout out to sh- I'm gonna say his name, dude. Fuck it. Shout out to Will. You're the guy. Yo, Will. I didn't mean what I said. I hope you know that. <laughs> I think you're pretty dope. But but I do appreciate the feedback. All feedbacks welcome. 
we might we might make fun of you a little bit, but saggy titty you know, ass. To criticize, dentures. you must be able to receive criticism. Your dentures be falling out, you know. And to receive criticism, you you must be able to criticize. Smell like a fucking. Uh, All right. Anyways, home. anyways, Nick's Nick. Oh, well, there, buddy. Whoa, Hold sorry. on. I'm I gotta, I'm trying to hand Nick my phone so he can read it, so he can read the uh, the. The next question, he was like grabbing the phone while he's still unlocking it. I'm so sorry. No, I guess my my gesture did kind of incite that it was unlocked because I was handing it to him. It's okay. Anyways, I'm it's, a little feisty. That's it's, how I, you are a feisty. That's how I get when the boomers you come s- out. You snap. You're like a I snapping snap. turtle. <laughs> okay, so this question comes from Anonymous. And this one's actually really insightful. Like, Yeah, I really yeah, like this question. I'm, I'm glad you asked this. So... If soggy toast has drip and burnt toast has fire, then which toast ranks higher? I love this question, dude. That shit is like a Dr. Seuss poem, man. I fuck <laughs> with that question. I love this question. So first off, you're a poet, man. You love need it. to like if you're not into poetry, you need to get into poetry cuz that that was beautiful. To be or not to be. I mean, I have this overwhelming sense of drip of drip no 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 i have this overwhelming sense of just just ease ease of mind mm-hmm. i'm just so peace peacefully content right now okay let's answer the question <laughs> you go first dude burnt toast all the way soggy toast is disgusting mm-hmm. it's literally disgusting bro if you got the drip like great, you got the juice, bro. Great, whatever. Sauce. But having f- having what is it? Fire. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at, bro. I mean, you don't hear people going around talking about SoundCloud songs saying, "Dude, that thing drips." No, you say, "Man, that song was fire." Okay. Man, your outfit's fire. Man, your voice is fire. Man. You're on fire. Uh-huh. I'm a the fireman. <laughs> the phoenix was born from the fire. The salamander withstood the fire. You know, dude. It's like that. Burnt toast, though, for real. Like, I mean this this podcast is literally named the Burnt Toast Podcast. Why Why would I not choose burnt toast? I mean, it's my favorite type of toast. Mm-hmm. I stick it in the oven at 425, put it on broil, and I set it in there for 15 minutes. And it's perfect. It's nice, and it's like that dark brown color. Mm-hmm. And I crunch into it, and Ooh. crumbs are falling on my lap. ASMR. And I have, I just have the taste of of wheat in my mouth, and burnt wheat in my mouth. It kind of tastes like coffee. I'm not gonna lie. It tastes like it reminds. I mean, this is an obvious connection, but it sort of tastes like roasted marshmallows, like a oh, campfire. Yeah. You know? No, I could see that. Because of the crunch. Dude. Oh, an idea. Oh, gosh. Don't do it, dude. Don't say marshmallows on toast. No, I was, I was not <laughs> going to say, say that. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. I can make a s'mores Actually, with toast. Because if you think about it. No, it like, that might be good. Yeah. Like bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. 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 Dude. Oh, let's go make some marshmallows, broski. <laughs> oh, totally tubular. Dude. <laughs> Dude, it's radical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but for real, for real, like making toast on a campfire, mm-hmm. that might be really good. Like a campfire oven, you know? 
Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen those, but I know of a place that has a literal, like, brick oven campfire. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, shoot, dude. Campfire burnt toast. That would be so good. Or at least I'd envision it to be so good. Fuego Directo. What's what's your opinion, Nick? What what do you think? Okay. It, does 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 soggy toast have the drip, or is burnt toast fire? Which one ranks higher? Okay, so I you raised some really good points that sort of made me think about it a little more. All right. I do like burnt toast more than I like soggy toast, but I think I like having the drip more than I like the fire, because personally, I'm a I'm a guy who likes to uh to wear outfits that make me feel like I'm dressing well. Okay. And if you're dressing well, then you got the sauce, right? All right. And if or you the got fire. the sauce, or right? you're on fire. Then you got the drip. Your yeah. outfit can be fire, but if you're the one putting it on, That's then you're true. putting on the drip. Okay. The thing for me, though, is like, I just can't get the past the fact that if you have the drip, that just sounds that just sounds like you have some STI, dude. It sounds like you need some Afrin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yo, you got some drip, bro. Yeah, you shout out, shout little, out to Bayer. You need to get <laughs> Not. a little tissue, man. Um, actually, don't shout out to Bayer. But for real though, like mm-hmm. for me, I just can't get past the word drip because it sounds like you have some like STI that you need to go get checked out by a doctor. Like, oh yeah, bro, you got the drip. Who gave you that? Whoa. All right, bud. I got the drip. Okay, that's different than yo, the yo, drip. Yo, 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 Are you ready for this one? I'm ready for this one. Yo, I got an STD last night. You want to hear what? You want to hear it? Well, let's hear it. Soggy toast drip. Oh. I got an STD. Dude, that's like a yeast infection, except yeah. it's like a combination of like of like the yeast infection and like chlamydia. Dude, I'm going to start calling yeast infection soggy toast drip because it's STD. <laughs> That's perfect. Dude, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's that is why I was so perfect. Yeah. Soggy toast drip. Oh, my God. And there you have Dude, it. Dude, I think you just made something. I think I just did something big. Wow. I think I just did something big, dude. I have yes. the drip for sure. And that was definitely fire. That's fire, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. All right, Anonymous, you have your answers. Thank you for that, man. All right, we got we got a few more questions. Um, they're all from the same guy. His name is Bob. Bob. Or Robert. Bob. Bobby boy. Um, all right. Baked bacon or fried? What the fuck is baked bacon? Never heard of baked bacon. What the fuck? You literally, okay, what you do is you put bacon on some tinfoil. Oh, And then you put tinfoil on a cookie sheet and then you stick it in the oven and you bake it. Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, baked bacon. I would have to say, I would have to say, baked bacon. Yeah, I think baked is the most consistent way, but I always make mine not baked. Yeah, because I don't, I don't care. Yeah, see, fried bacon is really convenient. Yes, you can yes. make it in ten minutes tops. I mean, I guess you could make baked bacon too, but you you consume a lot less material. When you're frying bacon, you just slap the bacon on on the pan. Bacon in a pan, and boom, there you there you go. You got some bacon. Period. But if you're baking bacon, 
<laughs> if you're baking bacon, <laughs> you have bacon you have pancakes. to pull out some aluminum foil, put it on a whole cookie sheet, and stick that in the oven. Well, I guess you could just put it on a small cooking sheet. I mean, I I guess if you didn't want, if you wanted to clean up after yourself, then yes, you could. You gotta wait for the oven to heat up. That's fucked up. Yeah, you do. I don't fuck with that. You do. That, <laughs> I don't fuck with at that. At least in like with a cheap oven, it takes a long time. Yeah. I know if you have like a thermidor, it'll be like boom, ba, boom. It's it's ready and it's hot. Ba, boom. All right. That was a that was a nice, quick, and easy question. Yes, bullet bullet time right here. Um, I like these quick questions. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do. Oh, let's see. I'm gonna do another quick question. Yeah, let's do a few. And then, and then, okay, I got one. Okay, I got two quick questions, and then one, one probably a little bit longer question. Would so that be the one to write us out. Probably. Okay, cool. <laughs> Bob asks, "What's up with hamburgers? You can't eat without everything getting squeezed out and the bun getting soaked." Okay. Yeah. Honestly, fuck that. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they haven't already figured out how to fix that. Like. Well, See, okay, juicy burgers are really good, but when I okay, I'm a I'm a picky person. I will look at the bun mm-hmm. sometimes. Yes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Dude, if I see pink on that bun and it's not from a sauce, it's from the burger, and I find that disgusting. I, I literally I feel like I'm eating raw burger. You know? Here, I got some stuff actually. You got some stuff. Okay, so toast the bun. If you toast the bun, yes. that lets it have more hold so it doesn't become soggy. That's step one to making a good burger. Step two is put the damn toothpick through the middle and then leave that in while you're eating it. Because if you have the toothpick in the middle, all the food stays put. That's why I cannot stand having bacon on my burgers because that shit is not... Oh. It just pu- it, you just pull out the whole piece of bacon, you know? See, I like to eat burgers without a toothpick because I just like... Especially like breakfast burgers. Oh, those are Ooh, so good. good. Dude... You get a fried egg, you get bacon, and then like a green tomato on all on top of a burger. Oh, and some guac. You can't yo, forget yo, yo. the guac. Have you ever had a burger that's made with a with a freaking waffle bun? No, but that sounds good. I feel like you would fuck with that. I had or I almost got one in Atlanta. Yeah. That I ended sounds up getting good. a ghost pepper cheese burger. So obviously Nick and I are in agreement here. Mm-hmm. Soaked burger buns are pretty gross. Pretty fucked up, and there's many ways to counteract it. People need to uh, up their burger game. Also, like, can't you just put, like, a piece of lettuce on both sides of the burger? Wouldn't that kind of prevent it? Like, wouldn't that hold the juiciness in the burger and not soak into the bun? Oh, yeah, that's a good point, because I kind of do that with peanut butter and jellies. Like, I put peanut butter on both sides and the jelly in the middle so it doesn't soak into the bread. Exactly, so... If you own a restaurant and you're listening to this podcast, which mm-hmm. is very unlikely. It's happening. It's coming soon. <laughs> it's coming soon. You better put that lettuce in between the freaking bun and the burger. You better put that goddamn lettuce <laughs> right in between those fucking buns. Dude, I'm going to pull a Karen and, and call the manager over and be like, I don't know why my bun is soggy, mm-hmm. but I did not order a soggy bun, did I? No, I'm just no, kidding. Ma'am. I don't no, care. Ma'am. We're I'll sorry. eat food. We'll, we'll take that back. I'll right eat now. food. Food is food. All right. Food food. Another question. Let's hear it. Is it better to be a bump on a log or a couch potato? What's a bump on a log? This is asked by Bob yet again. I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of like a stick in the road. What's a stick in the road? <laughs> um, I feel like it's kind of like a 
like a rock on a trail. Okay, bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I was just, if you're going to yeah. ask me that, I was just going to keep on coming yeah, up yeah, with yeah, different yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like couch potato lifestyle because it really makes it, the whole time I'm doing it, I just feel like I want to do something else. Oh, wow. Do you hear that? Yeah, there's some alarms going on outside. Shouts oh. out to uh, emergency vehicles and emergency systems in society. It's really dope that we have this like instant help. It's cool. It's cool. It's great. I love it. Anyways. Your answer? My answer, couch potato versus bump on a log. So I'm interpreting bump on a log as like kind of just like a nuisance. nuisance? Yeah, a nuisance, nuisance, aloof. Yeah. Out there. So... Couch potato, that's just overall laziness. Yes. Being a bump on the log is like being in the way. Um, or I guess being a bump on the log. I, I, oh, you know what? You could also interpret it as like not fitting in. So, okay. In the terms of laziness versus being in the way, I would say it's better to be lazy. Um. Hmm. I mean, if you're in the way, dude, that just makes so many more complications than, like, if you're just sitting on a couch, minding your own business, like, eating chips, being lazy, whatever, right? You're not harming anyone. You're just harming yourself. But if you're, if you're, if you're a bump in the log, you know, if you're, if you're in the way of other people, then you're hurting other people, man. That's not cool. So I just Googled bump on a log. Oh, what does it actually mean? So... It's it. They both seem like couch potato and bump on a log seem similar, but mm-hmm. couch potato is more about you being lazy, and yeah. bump on a log is more about you being like lazy in the wrong conditions. Like if oh. something's going wrong, and you need to help. Got it. Yeah. So I, I think I would. I mean, probably like for the social net positive, I think that being a couch potato is better than being a bump on a log. Yeah. But I would rather be a bump on a log because I don't like being a couch potato. I've already been there and done that. Yeah. Yeah, I went through a phase where, like, I wasn't a couch potato, but I did, like, game a lot, yeah. and I just wasn't very healthy. Yeah, and same. it sucks, dude. Like, my lifestyle now compared to then is just, like, so much better. I love it. I had a really, I love like, it. I had a really, like, bittersweet, warm thought yesterday when I was going to sleep. I was, like, the me from the past, like two to three years ago, would be so proud of where I am. Oh now. yeah, Dude. that made me really happy. Yeah, no, that's that's actually a great way to like, I don't know, like assess, it's a good way to assess, motivate yourself. M- motivate yourself Cause and, it gives you sort of a coach. It yeah. gives you someone who depends on you. And it also, it also, it gives you like a way to assess yourself and how you're doing. It's yeah. like, would would me five years ago be proud of me now? If yes, then great. Keep it up. Keep on doing what you're doing. If no, you need to make some freaking changes, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, so anyways, going back to my other point, mm-hmm. being an out and and this is just going off of what I said. Being an outsider versus being lazy, I would totally rather be an outsider. But yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not going to go into depth about that. Yeah, that's a misinterpretation of the bump on a yeah. log, but it's still a cool way to think about it. Would you rather be lazy or out of the ordinary? Yeah. I feel like I'm already out of the ordinary. So. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. out of the ordinary, <laughs> so, dude. Yeah, I, I I, like... I, dude, I, okay, here's a thought. What's your, I like thoughts. <laughs> so, 
the other day I was just thinking about this, and I've thought about this before, but it came back into my mind. I said, I thought, I thought. You thought upon a thought. I thought upon a thought, upon a thought, upon a thought. Upon a thought. <laughs> if, you, if you think about that, that could be so bad. <laughs> oh, God. I thought upon a thought, upon a thought, upon a thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't think about that. Don't think about don't that. Think about that. <laughs> don't think, upon don't that think about that, please. Anyways. Okay, here's my thought. I can't freaking... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's there, bro. It's there, and it's not getting out of my head, and I just want to say what I was thinking. Okay, so here it is. Have you ever thought about how, like, you know, everyone's on their phone now. They're taking pictures. They're taking Snapchat stories. How many pictures of you do you think were taken of you without, like, your permission that you didn't know about from a complete stranger? And they said something like, look at these goofy-ass pants that this guy's wearing, or look at this dude's haircut, you know, or, like, I, I don't know, like, you were working somewhere, and they were like, this guy looks goofy. I don't, I don't even know, but, like, I wonder how many pictures have been taken, like, without my consent of me from complete strangers. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like the answer to that would be, like, it's mostly accidental. But if you're talking about intentional, yeah, intentional. I'm talking are like, about Look intentional. Look at this dude. Yeah, I don't know. I hope people take pictures of me. I hope I'm that. You iconic. hope? I hope I, I'm dude, that I iconic hope, dude. I, I just don't like the whole premise of like my face being stored somewhere. And like, yeah, I use Snapchat, but not very often. I like, mean, like for me to stand out enough for them to like take a picture of me and make fun of me or do whatever and put me on Snapchat that I makes can you fuck unique. With it. That makes you stand out. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's like a thing about attention or what, but like Nick I feel, wants I just feel attention. Like Nick wants attention. I'm a little attention whore, man. You caught me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, it just feels like a. I don't know. I would just be like, wow, someone noticed me. Wow. <laughs> Even though they're making fun of my flip flops <laughs> and socks, you know something. Like oh, that. this loser wears slides. This loser wears slides and slides. This loser and he's got two different socks uh, on. The fuck. This loser wears chacos and socks. Sockos. This loser wears a plaid jacket. What's wrong with him? That's messed up. It's called style, okay? <laughs> it's called it's called hipster, bro. You it's called it. me trying to look like Raul Duke from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, okay? Ba boom. Ba boom, bada bing, bada boom. All right, final question. Oh boy, this is a big one. Better be a good one. This is a good one. This is a big one. This is the best one. Can the volunteers get into a cereal bowl this year? I mean, I think anyone can hop in a cereal bowl if they really want to, and they got enough milk and cereal. But it's up to them. See, my my proposition is is UT blocks off all the entrances in Neyland, Neyland, Neyland. Neyland? Is it Neyland? I've always heard Neyland. Dude, I hear both of them. I hear Neyland and Neyland. Okay. Anyways, Neyland. Neyland. Neyland Stadium, okay? Mm. Gosh, that sounds so weird. Neyland Stadium. <laughs> they block off all the all the entrances with, like, big cones, right? Like, big triangles. Like, almost like doorstops. Mm-hmm. And they put, like, a big tarp over the entire thing. Oh, my god! And then they just... Fill it with milk and cereal. Oh, and then fuck yes. they invite the entirety of Knoxville to come and watch watch the football team get in the cereal bowl. It's a giant cereal bowl. Mm-hmm. Boom, Tennessee has a bowl game. Dude, I would so pee bro, in that. bro, 
polo, water polo, but in a giant bowl of cereal. I would so pee in it. What what if people want to drink it, dude? That's kind of gross. I'm just cleaning it. Just cleaning it? Dude, that would be such a waste of milk. That would be so fun, dude. I don't know what milk feels like to swim in. (laughs) Hey, hey, again, if any of you physicists or math majors out there want to, like, want to like do some math for us and figure out how many gallons of milk would fill the entirety of Neyland Stadium to the brim. That's a good question. Yeah, I'm, I'm like curious. That. Like, I like that. And then on and top of that. how much money is that? Yes, I was, uh-huh. I was about yeah. to say that. How much money would that cost? Yes. I'm Okay, let's make guesses. Let's make guesses oh, on this. Oh, fuck. How much money? Yeah, how much money? Or how many gallons and how much money? Okay. All right, no, no, just do one or the other. Just do so, money. How many people can fit in Neyland Stadium? Because oh. you could probably take that number and then multiply it by like 10. And then say each person is like three gallons of milk. <laughs> I don't know if the math adds up there. But if each person was three gallons of milk okay. and 10 times the amount of people that fit in Neyland Stadium... Which is probably... I don't know how many people fit in Neyland Stadium. It's a lot. It's Look it up. I think it's like over 100,000... Here we're gonna do some. We're gonna do some fake math. Fake math right now. How many people are in? Can fit in Neyland Stadium? How many people can fit in Neyland Stadium? That's a great question. I know it's like one of the biggest ones. Yeah, I think it is. And th- this is just seats wise. This isn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the the volume, just the general volume. One hundred and two thousand people. Oh yeah, that's. I thought it was around a hundred thousand. So. That's the people in the in the surroundings yeah. of the whole stadium. Yeah. And let's say you cut like let's say the whole bottom portion of the stadium is fifty thousand and then the top portion is another fifty thousand. Maybe that's how it would work. Or I guess it would be more. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say you can fit fifty thousand people on the actual stadium. Like in on the football field. Okay. And then if you stack those people on top of each other, I don't know how tall the stadium is. It's pretty freaking tall. All right, so I'm gonna say like you stack them. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm I'd, going. I'd with say this like I'd say like around a hundred to two hundred. All right, I'm just gonna wait. Do okay, the average maths. the average person is like five foot, or the the average male mm-hmm. is five foot eight. I'm gonna do what I originally said. I'm just gonna take a hundred and two thousand. Multiply it by like 30 and then multiply that by three. So that's 9 million gallons of milk. Oh man. I Okay. I'm going to guess. That's my prediction. I My prediction is 150 million gallons of milk. 150 million. I had no math to predict that. I just think it's an unreasonable amount of milk. Okay. So I would, I would think it's safe to say that the actual number of gallons of milk is somewhere in between your prediction and my prediction. <laughs> I, I honestly it, i have no idea <laughs> it'd probably be like 50 40 million yeah it's i don't know i'm going with also like you gotta th- like if you did it in like feet cube or meters meters cube like that would probably be a more accurate guess but i don't gonna, know the conversion of gallons the meters cube what who knows that off the top of their head i'm gonna try to ask one of my friends because i think he may be better verse for this question i'm gonna see if he can find the exact answer of how many gallons of milk you can fit in neyland stadium do some do some uh calculus too and mm-hmm. figure out the the volume of neyland stadium just based off the shape and the height and yes. then after that boom bada bing bada boom you got your bada answer boom. 
Yeah. I like that question. Yeah. Me it too. brought a lot to the table. Brought a lot to the table. We're recording this on a table. Shout outs to tables. Yeah, especially cheap tables that you buy at Goodwill. It's a timeless invention. Dude, I was actually thinking about uh, a table design this morning when I was eating breakfast. It's weird. I'm I think about weird shit, dude. I feel like that'd be a fun thing to just brainstorm. Yeah. So this table sinks into the floor, okay? So when it's down at the floor, it's flush with the floor. Mm-hmm. So you could like throw a carpet over it and use it as like a living space, right? Word. And then and of course, I'm thinking of like tiny house living and trying to maximize the amount of space that you have because I want to live in a small house when I'm older. Word. So I was trying to think of ways that I could, you know, maximize my space. So this table sinks into the ground, okay? So you have, I was thinking like everything about like how would I, you know, how would I make this mechanically and, you know, what type of system? Would it be electronic? Would it be gears? Blah, blah, blah. So pretty much I'd have like, like a, like one of those pump valves almost like that type of handle that I'd spin around or like if you've ever been in a bus and it has that little knob on a steering wheel mm-hmm. and you, you can like drive with the knob, it would be something like that. Except instead of driving a bus around, you're raising a table up and down. So, so anyways, the table sinks into the floor and, um, it, okay, here's the cool part. So when you when you crank it up, it's got like a it doesn't have a hollow floor underneath it. So you can still use it as a regular table, okay? Like if you had chairs and stuff, but the floor that's like underneath it, you can pull it out and they're little chairs. And that's you can sick. and you can slide up the back of them and like lock those in place to have seats. Or you can just take them out and stick your legs down in there and eat eat like at a lower elevation. So it's Japanese and, style. Yeah, exactly. Or you could take all the chairs out and it could probably fit like six to eight chairs. Let's just say that as a, a general six to eight chairs, all right? So you could take the chairs out if you had like a house party and and then put the table back down. And it would be sturdy enough for people to walk on, but also it would be completely concealed. Where do you store where do you store these chairs, Stu? Oh, you wanna see? Yeah. Under the table. What table? Bam. Boom. Bada bing. Bada boom. And there it is. There it is. There's the chair. There's the chairs, there's the table, there's the whole shebang. Okay, let's not do ASMR. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this has been the Burnt Toast Podcast with Stu, and my guest today is Nick. Yo, shout out to everyone for making it this far. I love you all. I hope you enjoyed the questions we answered today. I hope they were what the people needed to know. And yeah, take it away, Stu. Send in more questions, please. We love answering questions. Questions are fun. They're new. And they're stew. They're stew. Exactly. Anyways, ain't no claws when you're drinking claws. Bam. It's the Burnt Toast Podcast with Stu and my special guest, Nick. <laughs>